Shema Yisrael Adonai Eloheinu Adonai Echad Baruch Shem Kehud Malkuto Le'olam Va'ed Hear, O Israel, the Lord is our God, the Lord is one. Blessed be the name of the glory of His kingdom forever and ever. Amen. Good morning, Mishpacha. Welcome to the Daily Audio Torah. I'm Laura Densmore, your host, and I'm so glad you're joining in with me today. Today is Tuesday, December 27th. It is prophesied in the book of Amos that in the last days there would be a famine in the land. Not a famine for food, but a famine for the word of God, as it is written in Amos 8, 11, and 12. Behold, the days come, says the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst for water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And they shall wander from sea to sea, and from the north even to the east. They shall run to and fro to seek the word of the Lord, and shall not find it. Even in the days of Joseph there were seven years of plenty, followed by seven years of famine. He had stored up grain for the seven years of famine. The Daily Audio Torah is your storehouse where you can get grain. It is twenty minutes every day of pure scripture flowing out, living manna to feed your spirit. Are you being blessed by this ministry? Please consider supporting Daily Audio Torah. You can make a one-time or a recurring donation by going to dailyaudiotorah.com and then click on the Give pick on the navigation menu. You can then make a secure online donation there. Thank you for your prayers, and thank you for your support. Now let's continue our journey through the entire Bible in one year. This week we are reading from the Israel Bible for the Hebrew Scriptures and from the King James for the Brit Hadashah. Today we continue the Torah portion, Vayigash, and it means, And he drew near. Genesis 45, 8-18 So it was not you who sent me here, but Hashem. And he has made me a father to Pharaoh, lord of all his household, and ruler over the whole land of Egypt. Now hurry back to my father and say to him, Thus says your son Joseph, Hashem has made me lord of all Egypt. Come down to me without delay. You will dwell in the region of Goshen, where you will be near me, you and your children and your grandchildren, your flocks and herds and all that is yours. There I will provide for you, for there are as yet five years of famine to come, that you and your household and all that is yours may not suffer want. You can see for yourselves, and my brother Benjamin for himself, that it is indeed I who am speaking to you. And you must tell my father everything about my high station in Egypt, and all that you have seen, and bring my father here with all speed. With that he embraced his brother Benjamin around the neck and wept, and Benjamin wept on his neck. He kissed all his brothers and wept upon them. Only then were his brothers able to talk to him. 
The news reached Pharaoh's palace. Joseph's brothers have come. Pharaoh and his courtiers were pleased. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, Say to your brothers, Do as follows. Load up your beasts and go at once to the land of Canaan. Take your father and your households and come to me. I will give you the best land of Egypt, and you shall live off the fat of the land. Zechariah 10, 1 to 11, 17. Ask Hashem for rain. In the season of late rain, it is Hashem who causes storms, and He will provide rainstorms for them, grass in the fields for everyone. For the teraphim spoke delusion, the augurs predicted falsely, and dreamers speak lies and console with illusions. That is why my people have strayed like a zok. They suffer for lack of a shepherd. My anger is roused against the shepherds, and I will punish the he-goats. For the Lord of hosts has taken thought in behalf of his flock, the house of Yehuda. He will make them like majestic chargers in battle. From them shall come cornerstones, from them tent pegs, from them bows of combat. And every captain shall also arise from them. And together they shall be like warriors in battle, tramping in the dirt of the streets. They shall fight, for Hashem shall be with them, and they shall put horsemen to shame. I will give victory to the house of Yehuda, and triumph to the house of Joseph. I will restore them, for I have pardoned them, and they shall be as though I had never disowned them. For I, Hashem, am their God, and I will answer their prayers. Ephraim shall be like a warrior, and they shall exult as with wine. Their children shall see it and rejoice. They shall exult in Hashem. I will whistle to them and gather them, for I will redeem them. They shall increase and continue increasing. For though I sowed them among the nations, in the distant places they shall remember me. They shall escape with their children and shall return. I will bring them back from the land of Egypt and gather them from Assyria. And I will bring them to the lands of Gilead and Lebanon, and even they shall not suffice for them. A hemmed-in force shall pass over the sea and shall stir up waves in the sea, and all the deeps of the Nile shall dry up. Down shall come the pride of Assyria, and the scepter of Egypt shall pass away. But I will make them mighty through Hashem, and they shall march proudly in his name, declares Hashem. Throw open your gates, O Lebanon, and let fire consume your cedars. Howl, cypresses, for cedars have fallen. How the mighty are ravaged! Howl, you oaks of Bashan! for the stately forest is laid low. Hark, the wailing of the shepherds, for their rich pastures are ravaged. Hark, the roaring of the great beasts, for the jungle of the Jordan is ravaged. Thus said my God Hashem, tend the sheep meant for slaughter, whose buyers will slaughter them with impunity, whose seller will say, 
praised be Hashem, I'll get rich, and whose shepherd will not pity them. For I will pity the inhabitants of the land no more, declares Hashem. But I will place every man at the mercy of every other man, and at the mercy of his king. They shall break the country to bits, and I will not release or rescue it from their hands. So I tended the sheep meant for slaughter, for those poor men of the sheep. I got two staffs, one of which I named Favor and the other Unity, and I proceeded to tend the sheep. But I lost the three shepherds in one month. Then my patience with them was at an end, and they in turn were disgusted with me. So I declared, I am not going to tend you. Let the one that is to die, die, and the one that is to get lost, get lost, and the rest devour each other's flesh. Taking my staff favor, I cleft it in two so as to annul the covenant I had made with all the peoples. And when it was annulled that day, the same poor men of the sheep who watched me realized that it was a message from Hashem. Then I said to them, If you are satisfied, pay me my wages. If not, don't. So they weighed out my wages, thirty shekels of silver, the noble sum that I was worth in their estimation. Hashem said to me, Deposit it in the treasury. And I took the thirty shekels and deposited it in the treasury of the house of Hashem. Then I cleft into my second staff, Unity, in order to annul the brotherhood between Yehuda and Israel. Hashem said to me further, Get yourself the gear of a foolish shepherd. For I am going to raise up in the land a shepherd who will neither miss the lost sheep nor seek the strayed, nor heal the injured, nor sustain the frail, but will feast on the flesh of the fat ones and tear off their hoofs. O the worthless shepherd who abandons the flock! Let a sword descend upon his arm and upon his right eye. His arm shall shrivel up, his right eye shall go blind. Revelation 18 1-24 And after these things I, John, saw another angel come down from heaven, having great power. And the earth was lightened with his glory. And he cried mightily with a strong voice, saying, Babylon the great is fallen, is fallen, and is becoming the habitation of devils, and the hold of every foul spirit, and a cage of every unclean and hateful bird. For all nations have drunk of the wine of the wrath of her fornication, and the kings of the earth have committed fornication with her, and the merchants of the earth are waxed rich through the abundance of her delicacies. And I heard another voice from heaven, saying, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, and that you receive not of her plagues. For her sins have reached to heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Reward her even as she rewarded you, and double to her, double according to her works. In the cup which she has filled, fill to her double." How much she has glorified herself and lived deliciously, so much torment and sorrow give her. 
For she said in her heart, I sit a queen, and am no widow, and shall see no sorrow. Therefore shall her plagues come in one day, death and mourning and famine, and she shall be utterly burned with fire, for strong is the Lord God who judges her. And the kings of the earth who have committed fornication and lived deliciously with her shall bewail her and lament for her when they shall see the smoke of her burning. Standing afar off for the fear of her torment, saying, Alas, alas, that great city Babylon, that mighty city, for in one hour is your judgment come. And the merchants of the earth shall weep and mourn over her, for no man buys their merchandise any more. The merchandise of gold and silver and precious stones and of pearls and fine linen and purple and silk and scarlet and thyine wood and all manner vessels of ivory and all manner vessels of most precious wood and of brass and iron and marble and cinnamon and perfumes and ointments and frankincense and wine and oil and fine flour and wheat and beasts and sheep and horses and chariots and slaves and the souls of men and the fruits that your soul lusted after are departed from you and all things which were dainty and godly are departed from you and you shall find them no more at all the merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment weeping and wailing and saying alas alas that great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls for in one hour so great riches it came to naught and every shipmaster and all the company and ships and sailors and as many as trade by sea stood afar off and cried when they saw the smoke of her burning saying what city is like this city and they cast dust on their heads and cried weeping and wailing saying alas alas that great city wherein we were made rich all that had ships in the sea by reason of her costliness for in one hour she is made desolate rejoice over her you heaven and you holy apostles and prophets for god has avenged you on her And a mighty angel took up a stone like a great millstone and cast it into the sea, saying, Thus with violence shall that great city Babylon be thrown down, and shall be found no more at all. And the voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in you, and no craftsman of whatsoever craft be he shall be found any more in you and the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in you, and the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you, and the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth, for by their sorceries were all nations deceived. And in her was found the blood of prophets and of saints, and of all that were slain upon the earth.
Psalm 146, 1-10 Praise ye the Lord. Praise the Lord, O my soul. While I live, will I praise the Lord. I will sing praises unto my God while I have my being. Put not your trust in princes, nor in the Son of Man, in whom there is no help. His breath goes forth, he returns to his earth, in that very day his thoughts perish. Happy is he that has the God of Jacob for his help, whose hope is in the Lord his God, which made heaven and earth, the sea and all therein, which keeps truth for ever, which executes judgment for the oppressed, which gives food to the hungry. The Lord looses the prisoners. The Lord opens the eyes of the blind. The Lord raises them that are bowed down. The Lord loves the righteous. The Lord preserves the strangers. He relieves the fatherless and the widow. But the way of the wicked he turns upside down. The Lord shall reign forever, even your God, O Zion, unto all generations. Praise ye the Lord. Proverbs 30, 33 Surely the churning of milk brings forth butter, and the wringing of the nose brings forth blood, so the forcing of wrath brings forth strife. I want to speak to you today from our reading from Revelation chapter 18. And in this chapter we see God's ultimate judgment of this end-of-days Babylon entity. And we see that it's told that the merchants of the earth will weep and mourn over her because they can't make profits anymore. No man can buy their merchandise anymore. And that happens very quickly. In one hour, they will see the smoke of her burning. He also gives warning to God's people and says, Come out of her, my people, that you be not partakers of her sins, that you receive not of her plagues. And it goes on to say in verse 15, The merchants of these things which were made rich by her shall stand afar off for the fear of her torment, weeping and wailing. We see that this end-of-days Babylon harlot entity caused the blood of the saints to flow, that the blood of prophets and of saints and of all that were slain upon the earth is found in her. It is estimated that about 25 million people have died globally from taking the COVID-19 jab. It's probably much more than that. That's a conservative estimate. Some who have died suddenly in the prime of life, at the top of their health, people in their 20s, 30s, and 40s. And I would venture to say that these are some of the martyrs that are spoken of here. So I want to zoom in on verse 23. 
but I'm going to back it up to verse 22. We'll start there. The voice of harpers and musicians and of pipers and trumpeters shall be heard no more at all in you. And no craftsman of whatsoever craft he be shall be found any more in you. And the sound of a millstone shall be heard no more at all in you. And the light of a candle shall shine no more at all in you. And the voice of the bridegroom and of the bride shall be heard no more at all in you. For your merchants were the great men of the earth. For by your sorceries were all nations deceived. So let's just really do a deep dive on that verse. Who are these merchants? They were the great men of the earth. I would put before you, for your consideration, that these merchants are the top leaders of our technocracy. The CEOs of Facebook and Twitter and Microsoft and YouTube of the social media platforms, the top leaders of the technical platforms that we use all the time. Okay, so they're rich, they're wealthy, they made a lot of money through this Babylonian entity. Okay, and it goes on to say, they were the great men of the earth, and by your sorceries were all nations deceived. Now, when we look at that word sorceries in the Greek, you know what that word is? Pharmakia. That would be big pharma. And so what do these sorceries do? They deceive the nations. We've seen a massive deception, a massive lie that's been pushed forward for the last two or three years regarding COVID-19 and go and get the jab, go and get the COVID-19 shot because it's safe and it's effective. It's a lie from the pit of hell. This shot is not safe, nor is it effective. The CDC has come out and said it does not prevent transmission of COVID-19 and it does not prevent infection. So why take it? Many, many people have died. Others have been greatly adversely affected by this jab. And they've deceived the nations with their narrative and with their story that this this uh, COVID-19 virus is so deadly and so terrible that you need to take this in- injection, this shot, and it will protect you. So it's very revealing that the great men of the earth, the merchants, deceive the nations by their pharmakia. And so here's another layer of meaning to it. Have you ever tried to talk to someone, a loved one, a family member, a good friend, who's taken the jab and even maybe taken several of the boosters and tried to talk some common sense into them to say, look, this stuff is causing myocarditis. It's causing heart attack. It's causing stroke. The morticians are finding huge clots, fibrous white clots inside the body. It's not even made of blood. People are dying from this. You should not be taking this shot and they will not listen. And maybe your uncle or your 
a family member took the shot and six months later they have a heart attack. Maybe nine months later they die. But others around that person just can't connect the dots, just can't see that that maybe that that jab that they took had something to do with their death. That's another level of the deception that somehow on a molecular level, at a cellular level, that this jab is affecting cognitive abilities, that people who take the jab are losing basic cause and effect logic and reason, that they're blind and cannot see the cause and effect You take the jab, and then later on, you get cancer. Later on, you get myocarditis. Later on, you have a heart attack or a stroke. Later on, you just drop dead and die. And they can't see the connection. And I believe there's something in the jab, in the nanobot technology, in the graphene technology that's in it, that it shuts down basic logic and reason and common sense. It allows the deception to go on at a biological level. It is so evil. It is a silent, slow holocaust. And to even impose it upon children from age three on up, thinking that what you're doing is helping them when, in fact, a parent that takes their child to go and get the jab is absolutely undermining and destroying their natural immune system. It is heartbreaking. It has divided families. When you see someone you love, a grandchild, a son, a daughter, a parent, that has been drinking that Communist News Network kool-aid and believes the narrative and goes and gets the shot and then goes and gets the booster and then another booster and another booster and you just watch and it, it breaks your heart this has personally touched me i have a family member with grandkids and and it just i weep in my closet. There's no talking any sense into them. They won't listen. It just causes division to try to talk to them or to share the knowledge, to share the information and the data. It just causes division. So I have to be quiet and just simply pray. But the deception is massive. And I don't know what it's going to take to break through the deception. I don't know if there are some people who've taken the jab who later on get jabber's remorse. There are some. They later on get jabber's remorse. They regret having taken it. And I believe that when you a person has jabber's remorse and they truly repent from their heart and ask for forgiveness, and ask for God to forgive them for harming themselves and have, taking a bioweapon into their body that literally changes your DNA and erases the name yod heh vav out of your DNA. And instead, now you have luciferase floating around in your body. It's an enzyme that causes bioluminescence, causes your, your tissue of your skin to light up under black light. 
I believe that a person with Jabber's remorse who truly repents, that God can totally heal them and reverse the damage. And then there are some practical protocols that a person can do to detox from the spike proteins. Because once a person takes the jab, they are basically a walking bioweapon factory producing spike proteins and shedding on those around them. With close contact, there is shedding that goes on. And the mRNA that's in their body can be shed upon non-vaccinated people. Dr. Peter McCulloch spoke about that and shared of a recent research science article that talked about shedding. Again, we have to trust the Lord, ask for his covering and his protection, stay on the vitamin protocol from Dr. Zev Zelenko, be wise, be practical, but we can still see our loved ones who've been vaccinated. We just got to be, you know, be careful, take precautions. But I believe that God can reverse the damage done when someone has taken the jab and then regrets it and repents. He can reverse the damage. Sadly, the ones who've taken the jab, I believe they're being programmed and prepped to take the mark of the beast. I don't believe the jab is the mark of the beast, but it's moving us in that direction. It's taking us down that road. And the mark of the beast is closer than we think. The technology is there. And they're going to use this whole COVID-19 and pandemic business, their medical tyranny, in order to impose the mark of the beast. So God is going to deal with all this. And it's very uh, encouraging to know that the Lord is going to take down this whole very evil Babylon system that has been constructed and erected before our very eyes and is really manifesting itself in the earth today. He's going to take it all down in one hour. And how he does it will be quite amazing. I believe we're living in the days that we're going to see it happen in our lifetime. I don't think it's 100 years out or even 50 years out. I think we're going to see it in our lifetime soon. And that's something to look forward to, because on the other side of it, we are going to see the 1,000-year rule and reign of Yeshua. And as we get into those closing chapters of Revelation in the next few days, that is what I put my hope in. I don't put my hope in any governmental leader coming in and fixing everything and putting them up on a pedestal and idolizing them. No, I look for King Yeshua to return and for him to rule and reign for 1,000 years because he will rule with righteousness. There is no guile in him, no deception in him. We can absolutely trust Yeshua as our king. Have a blessed day, and we'll see you tomorrow. Shalom. Yevrekka,
Blessing from Numbers chapter 6, 24 to 26. Adonai bless you and keep you. Adonai make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. Adonai lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.